Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out news. In this case, we got Marshall Gunter, CEO of Data Matrix, trades on the venture under DM on the US, DTMXF, and for our friends in Europe, D4G. In this case, it's multiple Beyond the Press Releases because he's got a few that's come out. For those who are new to the story, you can basically bake down Data Matrix into two, di into two different divisions. First, the core where it's founded, artificial intelligence, folks on social media, discovery, and fake news detection. That's generalizing it, but you get an idea. Clients in there have included the Canadian federal government, US Air Force, and Latte, which is a multi-billion dollar conglomerate out of, uh, out of South Korea. Uh, and they've done some incredible work there in terms of monitoring and looking for disinformation campaigns. And it just keeps getting better. On the flip side, because of security clearance they had all these years with these levels of governments and major corporations, when the pandemic broke out last year, they're ideally positioned by happenstance to have the security clearances necessary in both countries, Canada and South Korea, to immediately start importing the South Korean gold standard COVID-19 test. And that's because the Canadian government came calling. As a result of that, they've, uh, they've signed multiple multi-million dollar COVID-19 test kit uh, supply agreements with mining companies, a $20 million agreement with the television film industry, educational institutions. So both sides are going great. Here to catch up on, you know, latest acquisition news and all sorts of stuff. Marshall, welcome back. Good to be back, George. Okay, great to have you. Uh, how have you been? It's been a while since we spoke. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing well. We're, you know, things are moving along with both the uh, COVID side and the AI side. And I think, you know, it's time we talk about it a little bit. Um, the companies, you know, we're moving uh, again, breakneck speed as usual, which doesn't stop. Uh, as far as the COVID side is concerned, it's, I mean, we're going to have, we're definitively going to have our best quarter we've had in Q1 this year. And, you know, we'll have those numbers out as soon as possible to everybody. So, when does that quarter end, Marsh? Are you guys on calendar? Does that end March? Is it end of March? Yeah, it's end of March. So, I mean, you can probably expect those Q1 numbers in May. Yeah. You know, after in the May, audits are done. So, that's probably about right. Um, again, it's done by a third-party company, so I can't say it's going to be May 3rd. I can't give you an exact date, but, you know, Typically 45 to 60 days, but the most important thing is you're going to have your best Q1 ever, sounds like. Oh, yeah. It's, we're, we've got an amazing Q1 lined up here. The COVID business is still going strong. We're adding additional properties, you know, every single week, it seems, um, and branching out with, you know, companies that we haven't worked with yet that are coming to us because we've done such a good job and the, you know, the news is getting around that we're, we're doing really well. So I'm, I'm really excited about the future of the COVID on there. Um, but for this one, I wanted to talk a little more about the AI. Yeah. Right. The COVID, you know, COVID is expanding. The production companies are there. You know, the mining companies are still there. It's all going well. It's going to be our best quarter, but um, we've been really looking at the AI side of things now too. So, because that look, that's your core competency. That's where you're going to grow. The COVID 19 right. test you guys are really good at, but it's not as if you came into Data Metrics wanting to be a pharmaceutical import, import, import company next decade. Artificial intelligence is what's going to dominate the next two decades, right? That's your core. That's absolutely right. AI is going to be the biggest tech out there for, you know, I think decades to come. It's just, it's going to pervade life. Like it's, it's, it's almost everywhere now and people don't know it. 
but it's going to be directly in your face really soon. Um, and that is our core competency. Like you said earlier in the introduction, we took on the COVID work um, and we've grown it into a really good business. That being said, you know, AI is the long-term health of the company. COVID will eventually stop. Artificial intelligence is not going to stop. It's going to go. It's only going to accelerate and grow by magnitude. Huge magnitudes of AI. So one of the things we've been doing um, is looking at how to uh, incorporate and shore up different technologies in our portfolio. So we just signed an LOI you know, that's out there to acquire a Perspectum Drone Inspection Service. Yeah, that's okay. a predictive analytics AI company that's focused on environmental and safety predictive analysis. Explain to us how that fits in because I was trying to figure out is it drones? Is it the environmental side? How does it fit into data metrics as big plan? All right. So let me let me explain what the company does, and then I'm going to explain exactly how it fits in. All right. So the company runs a drone service up and down pipelines and stuff that can you know uh, quantify leaks because there's right now companies are required to report like leak or no leak, but there's new regulations coming in that are going to you know you're going to have to quantify the leak. Right, you're gonna to have to say it's a leak of this size or this magnitude. And what their drones do is fly up and down the pipelines where previously you had to put people out there in all kinds of bad weather and everything else. You can just fly the drone up and down and it'll look for the leaks and it can quantify it, right? That's the, uh, that's the idea. And you know they're already generating revenue. This is already a running established business. So that's a no brainer as far as that's concerned with the drone. But here's what's more interesting and here's what people don't see. The real interesting piece of this is not the drone. That's a good business, don't get me wrong. But the real interesting piece is the computer vision portion of it. Okay. Now that is not something we have in our current portfolio. It is something that we are asked about a lot. So there is a huge market for computer vision products, both in the public sector and in the private sector. And that's exactly what this company centers around. Computer All vision work, connected with AI. That's right. So you, the drone's taking pictures, um, you know, it's filming video, and then their algorithms and their artificial intelligence networks can go in and quantify these gas leaks based on, you know, all kinds of different, um, you know, spectrums that they're looking at. You know, they're looking at infrared, they're looking at x-ray spectrums, different things like that. Um, that, coupled with our current stack will give us the ability to operate on video on you know photographs and move beyond the realm of predictive analytics and you know uh, text fields and text data and things of that nature so now you know you're going to be able to add in movies videos things of that and this this is huge for us this is gigantic you know, what kind of what kind of interest have you guys what kind of interest have you guys had when you said you've had requests You've said you've had a lot of quests for visual-driven uh, AI. What kind of industries? I'm not asking for specific companies, but or or applications. Have you uh, received interest from? Uh, well, we've always got applications coming from the public sector around this. So you know, the defense industry is is very invested in um, computer vision work. Very invested. And they really want to know what we can do. You know, some of our predictive algorithms they've used to, you know, really good effect. They want to be able to take those predictive algorithms and run them against, you know, 
video, right? As opposed to just you know text file. So they want us to take that and apply it to video. On the on the um, private sector side, you know, a lot of these, you know, we work in a lot in social media. This opens up stuff like YouTube, or it opens up videos that are coming down off, you know, say Facebook and Reddit and things of this nature. Because right now you can operate on the text and on the captions and on the, all those other things, but you can't operate on the video itself, right? Would, would this be really handy, Marshall, in live Facebook videos where someone is broadcasting live uh, about, I don't know, maybe a protest going on or some kind of event. And as a result, potentially either now or in the future, your technology could scan that video and, and figure out if this event's going to turn into something violent or if it's just a peaceful protest with a lot of signs and chanting and so on and so forth. Is that where it'd be really valuable? That's one application of it, yeah. Uh, other applications are, let's say, um, you spot a boat. Now, AI can already identify that. It's, it's already done. You know, they can say, this is a boat, this is a plane, this is you know, a cat, this is a dog. Um, that's pretty basic stuff. But what it can't do is like say, let's take these boats and say, you spot boat A, or, you know, and then you find it in another video, the same boat. Is this the same boat and why? You know, why is this boat here and now it's over there? Or why are these people here and now they're over there? Or these people went into a warehouse and from this door, you know, which door are they going to exit from based upon, you know, past traffic patterns and things of this nature? All kinds of predictive algorithms that you can do with this stuff. You can also use video, you know, we can use some of our classification tools to look into the video itself and study the nature of the video like is it are people disturbed in it are they vexed um is it like you said is it peaceful is it turning violent are people getting more vexated um is it escalating you know these types of things are all things that we can look at now that if we can operate on video this becomes possible because we can take our existing algorithms and apply them to the video if we can break the video down and that's 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 uh, your algorithms I actually compliment whatever Perspectum's got because I'm assuming Perspectum's really focused on the pipeline and and you know around that. Whereas you can then add DM's That's artificial intelligence. Say, all right, instead of just having a hundred police officers, National Guard around a protest, you'll have those, but we can also scan this entire audience and through our AI figure out what the nature of this protest is right now and where it's going. Yeah, stuff like that, it will all become possible. And that's that's exactly where we're going with this. And, on, you know, on the um, on on the private sector side, they're looking for a lot of the same things like uh, airports have been looking for ways to do predictive traffic movement, right, without having to get a bunch of humans involved. What is the best way to route planes around your airport on the ground? They need the vision to be able to do that. They've got to see where they are. They've got to be able to track it. There's all kinds of applications. We've been approached by several cities for this exact same problem. Can you take the feeds from our traffic cameras and build and show us what is the best way to reroute traffic based on X, Y, or Z, right? The, the concept of the smart city, um, you know, involves things like this. So this opens up just huge swaths of different things we can take a look at now. And, that, and, and that's what the real gold is in this, right? Is that computer vision technology, which is just outstanding. 
and and pulling back just a little bit to kind of repeat what you said earlier, but maybe emphasize it. Artificial intelligence is going to impact pretty much every single facet of our lives. And this isn't future, uh, you know, Jetsons. This is the next 12 months, three, four years, 10 years. Uh, it's how big is artificial intelligence going to get? And, and which, which will then, you know, confirms why data metrics is going in the, in the direction it's going, which is the AI side. That's right. The AI is getting just larger and larger. I mean, I think the one thing that's going to impact people the most, that most people don't really think about it as AI, are the self-driving driving vehicles, right? Those are out now. They're being tested. Um, you know, trucks are already driving all around the United States, delivering goods by themselves, no drivers, <laughs> no nothing. This is happening now. These are the types of applications that computer vision can impact. Um, so, you know, we'll be in that. We're not going to probably be in the truck driving business anytime soon, but we will be playing in the same sandbox as those guys. And that, that's important. You know, you're going to see this. AI is just going to permeate everything. I'm already way ahead of you in terms of uh, I'm way past autonomous cars and I'm into autonomous flying vehicles. That's next. That's actually and a lot of people think that's not happening, but it's happening right now. And by 2024, 2025, you're in Montreal, I'm in Toronto. We're going to be seeing these, right? That's right. No, they're already being done now. There's companies doing it in California. There's companies doing it in Australia. There's a big company doing it. Um, and th that's the next wave. It's not just going to be, you know, your Tesla that drives around. You're going to go outside and there's going to be some helicopter type thing that just picks you up and just drops you off somewhere. Yeah, that's I the mean, exciting that part. And that's why I love where DM is positioned right now. Yeah, that's it. And so we're not just looking at that, um, that particular company. Though. There's a, you know, we're looking at some other companies too. And we're going to have some more news around that. But we're also excited where this can go, you know, on the medical side, right? So we've got our feet in two areas now, you know, they've got one foot in the medical side and we've got another foot um, in, in the AI side. But what could we do, you know, how do we put the two of them together? Because medical AI is going to be massive. In fact, uh, you know, the, the military is already using this type of stuff to do diet, remote diagnosis and things like that. And we think that, you know, combined with the computer vision, that there is going to be a really good play in, say, telehealth. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Telehealth is going to be, is, you know, starting to boom. That's why we brought in concierge medical for the telehealth. Now we're going to pick up the, the pieces we need to take that concierge medical, combine it in with the rest of these properties, and then produce something that's bigger than the sum of its parts. Um, and so we are looking at a few other pieces right now. We'll have news on that, uh, you know, within the next few weeks uh, on how that's going to break down. But, you know, it is a really, you know, like I said, getting, this is our core business. This is what's going to make us, you know, keep us profitable for 10, 20, you know, maybe even longer. Um, and that's, that's what we're really doing here. Is we're oh, no. taking all, what we did with the COVID, you know, we made a lot of money with the COVID and now let's take some of that and accelerate the AI. Uh, and on the AI medical side, I foresee a future, let me run it by you because it, people want to hear it from you rather than me, but let me lay, lay it out there that I foresee a future is not too far down the road. Up until you, we spoke today, the first vision I saw was these wearables that we're going to all, that we all have are going to go way beyond what we have today. They're going to have sensors on our skin and they'll know if in advance, hey, George, I think might have a heart attack in the next 30 minutes which triggers a drone 
to fly to my house to provide first aid or bring in a first responder. But now you're going to incorporate video into that side. So we're potentially looking at a situation where that video can be incorporated into the mirrors of a home of an elderly person. Every morning when they wake up, you know, they look in the mirror and through this video technology, artificial intelligence will be able to gauge the the state of that of that person's health as opposed to wait until they fall down then try getting a doctor there in time am i off there am i is that jetson's world or is that where you see the world going to no that's a, that's where it's going now the the research into the wearables is happening now like as we speak it's been ongoing for a while now so there are artificial intelligence companies out there doing exactly what you said gathering data through people on wearables, whether they have like say epilepsy and they're trying to predict, you know, when their next attack is going to be, or you know, things of this nature, you know, the, do they have diabetes? You know, is something going wrong? Um, that's happening now. You combine that with a lot of the video technology that's coming out now, and it gives you. It doesn't. It doesn't just. It's not one or the other. It forms a, a more holistic picture, right? And that's that's what you're really after. So yeah, the the wearables thing, you're, you're spot on. This is this is going to be out within the next 12 to 24 months. No, no doubt about it. No, it's right there. Like there's even testing going on in Toronto right now around this. Um, but you know the video is a little more complex, but it's what's coming next, right? This is the next one. I mean, think of the mountains of data. <laughs> What could we have done with all the Zoom data that's been <laughs> produced over the past 12 months? Imagine, you know, right. Imagine yeah, that. They're sitting on a gold mine. I don't know if they know it or not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where all this is going. You know, we're we're still committed to that AI and we're still going to be you know, bringing new products to the table, enhancing our old products and, you know, building that side of the company. And last but not least, want to quickly kind of run by you Ronin blockchain, just for a second. Uh, mm -hmm. I know uh, uh, you guys talked about spinning it out potentially because it does have, maybe give everyone a six second overview there about what's going on at Ronin because you guys went, you did go through an evaluation and you mm -hmm. guys determined that, yeah, it has value. We think we want to spin this out. Where did you see the value? Where, where do you, when do you think you might be spinning it out? Well, that's in process right now. Um, and like as soon as it becomes material, you know, that information will be put into the public sphere as usual. Uh, where the value is in this is, I mean, Bitcoin in particular and cryptocurrency in general is pretty hot right now. I mean, I think Bitcoin was up past $50,000 the other day. Past 60, <laughs> past 60. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and that, you know, the, the world of I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a word. I don't know if everybody knows what it is, but the world of decentralized financing, which is what Bitcoin addresses, um, looks like it's very possibly going to be maybe the currency of the future. Don't know. We'll see. But it, it certainly has a good foothold. So seeing this and seeing how hot it is, you know, it's a good time to spin Ronin out. Like, let's, let's get some value out of this and not just let it sit there and depreciate, which is what it's been doing. So it'll be, you know, we, we'll have news on that shortly. We've got some good people heading that up. And, you know, as soon as, like I said, as soon as we've got something material to say about that, I'll put it out there. And last but not least, Marshall, the company is moving quickly now. 
in terms of ag- organic growth, M&A growth, uh, mm-hmm. and it's moving quickly in areas that aren't the easiest. The great thing is they're explosive. AI is just explosive in, in its entirety, but in the specific applications that you're talking about, which is great for shareholders, but on the flip side, it's hard for them to always keep up with that and where you're at. So you'll be, you know, maybe something to talk about here for a second is uh, you and the company are planning to maybe switch some of that communications to your verified form on Agoracom, where you'll be able to pop in a couple of times a week, share information, share knowledge with, with your investors. Talk to us about why you think that's important. Well, I think that's important because I, th- I think we're at the stage where, you know, we need to be getting it, this information out there a little more quickly because it's not always obvious, right? I don't think, you know, the average person is going to put together a drone company acquisition with video technology, right? Um, because it's, it's, it's non-obvious, right? It's, I get it. And so we need to be out there clarifying these things as we're going along so people can see what we're doing. Right. right? And that, it's important to be transparent. So I think this is going to be a good way of going about that. And, um, you know, like I said, we'll be on there a couple times a week. So we can answer a few questions here and there, you know, pop in some knowledge, make sure everybody knows what we're doing as we're, as we're doing it. Well, as a shareholder, appreciate it. Because even for me, look, I'm a student of AI and I'm definitely a student of data metrics, but it's not always 100% clear, sometimes connecting the dots. So having you guys in there a couple of times a week, just helping connect dots, sprinkling knowledge, information changes everything completely. And we're looking forward to that. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, Marshall. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, George. It's always a pleasure. For everyone at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Marshall Gunter, he's CEO of Data Matrix AI, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol DM for our friends in the US, DTMXF, and for our friends in Europe on D4G on Frankfurt. For those who are new, uh, you got to do your due diligence. We know that there's a lot to absorb here uh, in what in what DM's doing because they're in the AI business, right? And that's not something that's, it's not widgets. It's not mining where, you know, you just put a hole in the ground and see how much gold we can take out. There's a lot more to understand. So we've helped you get to the profile page for Data Matrix. Take a look there where we've laid everything else out in, in, in the story out in layman's terms. And then from there, hop over to the Data Matrix site. You can see the address even now over Marshall's head there in the graphic. Get over there. Do your due diligence because artificial intelligence is coming. It's going to be one of the monster biggest paradigm shifts we've ever seen in our lives. And you got to find out for yourselves if Data Matrix is going to be a winner in that space. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.